0: Big
1: fluff. What's the picture for?
0: I'm giving the keynote address of the company's Six Sigma retreat to move forward in
1: Croton on Hudson.
0: Oh, is that like a corporate retreat? I used to have to perform at those all the time back when Jenna and I were in that
1: improv troupe. The audience suggestion is Sling Blade and Oprah on a date. I sure do like them French fried potatoes.
0: No, you don't, Oprah. Jedi is not a great improviser. Hobo Radio the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at hobotrashcan.com. Hey, what up, y'all? It's Michael K. Williams, aka Omar from the HBO City Through Wire. And right now you're listening to Hobo Radio. Keep it locked right here you did.
1: And now, here is Joel and or Lars. And Lars. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, once again, Lars Periwinkle.
0: Nice to meet you, Joel.
1: <laughs> I like it. That's good. You like, that, you like my good flex? That was a good flex. I, why would he say that? <laughs> now you're all off. Yeah, I'm, I'm def- because otherwise I was gonna be just straight, like fucking nailed it, like I always do. But now this <laughs> intro is a little shaky, and if you're wondering why, it's because of that.
0: Oh, oh, I see. I'm just noticing. I'm just noticing you went, um, you went the way so so many people are going nowadays, and just you just buzzed your hair. I buzz- like, yeah, I did. I did it about a week can't, ago. Can't get to the can't get to the barber. So fuck y- it.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's it, right? There's only really well, I guess there's three options. <laughs> You can shave your head, uh, you mm-hmm. can do nothing, or you can mm-hmm. uh, try to trim your own bangs like Lars did. Lars's bangs look great. You guys can't. You see like them? my fringe? Yeah, yeah it's real free. nice. You did the you do the up right. That's what I learned is you can't do yeah. You, horizontal. you, fold,
0: you fold them up, fold yeah. them up, and do a little choppy thing.
1: Yeah, they look good though. They really frame your yeah. face well. <laughs> it, it works with your whole uh, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, Manic Pixie Dream yeah. girl 5. No, it's true. Have. Watch.
0: I'm going to take off my glasses and push my bangs back, and now I look like a different person.
1: Oh, wow. You're so hot
0: now. I thought you were a nerd, but now <laughs> he's no, all no, that. No, I'm, no. I'm definitely
1: still a nerd because there's there's paint on my overalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Remember when movies were a thing that came out? You could go to see them yeah. in the theaters? Oh, boy. They really just... <laughs> they, they said... Yeah, we're still we're we need to release something. So here's a bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah, I I'm at a point. I'm excited that this weekend a Netflix original movie with Chris Hemsworth is coming out.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you
1: saw that. Uh, I
0: think yeah. I I've seen I've watched the first 15 seconds of a lot of trailers because I say oh this looks like oh god I don't know what they're doing here let's check it out bunch of bullshit.
1: Yeah, like. I don't know. It's weird because they tried that experiment where it seemed like they released some stuff. Uh, you know, just like stuff that was going to be... Either it had just been in theaters or was going to be in theaters. Uh, they released The Invisible Man, I remember, was on that list. Uh, that's right. That's right. Whatever. Was it called The Hunt? Whatever that Damon Lindelof, like, murdery movie that, that was Oh, made. yeah. That's right. Like okay. that one. They, they had some of those. Uh, and then everything else is just pushed till next year, I guess, or... I don't know. Never <laughs> the the uncertain future. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like
0: Morbius is like the end of next year or something. Like they really they really pushed everything because they need those box office numbers. I,
1: I saw, did you see they named the sequel to Venom, or to yeah did they? yeah it's Venom colon let there be carnage. <laughs> also. <laughs>
0: Um, I also saw that uh, that Tom Hardy has another movie coming out, but this time he's going to switch it up and play a really violent, crazy person.
1: Yeah. I, as always, when Tom Hardy has a new movie, my favorite part is discovering what silly voice he's going to use. Uh-huh. Another so, silly voice. Yeah. Because I saw, I saw the cover, and I think
0: it... What it did it just... Did it just say Capone? What was the name of the damn movie? I
1: think it is called Capone. Yeah,
0: I watched the trailer. Yeah. And so it was one of the the, the first 15 seconds I watched. But I saw the cover, and it was his face. And I said, you know what? He doesn't look completely unlike Al Capone. They even have the same kind of uh, the same ears and stuff. I said, I could see that. I could see that. And also, he was kind of a kooky guy. Let's see. Oh, it's after the syphilis. Yeah. Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) Of course, it's after the syphilis. What was I thinking? Which, actually, that would have been a good if you wanted to do... (laughs) Uh, A colon for that, like Capone colon after the syphilis, wouldn't that after the syphilis be pretty good? (laughs) It's my favorite Engelbert Humperdinck song. (laughs) That joke was for no one. No one gets that. But if you do, God bless you. (laughs) Because that was that's just yeah, that's quarantine brain right there. What is your favorite Engelbert Humperdinck song? It is after the Lovin'. I don't Is it? That's I, cool, yeah. That's I, a good one. I can't name another one, so
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Where's that there is that self titled one? He
1: had a song called Inglebird Humperdinck? No, it was Humberbird Ingledink. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he switched it up. It's a good tune. I, I do remember the, like my mom uh, had some she, he must have been an LP. I don't know. Whatever. I remember there was some Engelbert Humperdinck in our house, and I all oh, I really remember. Sexy mm-hmm. man. By the way, if you've never seen him, very geez. sexy man. Yeah, yeah. As if the sometimes, name doesn't. Sometimes,
0: um, sometimes your mom actually accidentally calls out his name in bed. I just go with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she because she calls out Humperdinck, <laughs> <laughs> right. We haven't talked about it. My mom is Carol Kane. It doesn't come up on the show a lot, but uh, yeah, uh-huh. I'm I'm uh, obviously a, a child of Hollywood. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Your dad might be Woody Allen. Oh, God. Yeah.
0: I think that means you have to have sex with him. Oh Jesus. That How ex- many minutes in? Six minutes in. Oh, here we are. All right. <laughs> Look.
1: A tasteless joke, but I'm not the one who did that shit. No, that was definitely him. That was for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was was horrible. Didn't he just release some kind of memoir or something? Because famously... He
0: did. And, like, I cannot... I can't get over how many people, like, famous, well-known people that people like will still be in his movies and defend him on his actions. I don't understand. And, like,
1: new stars that, like... Because I could understand, like, if you came up, like, you know, if if he helped, you know, you know, I don't even know who the right name is, but like... Was it Diane Keaton? She was, like, in an early... Is that who I'm thinking of? Is that who I a- want to see? Annie Hall. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. the titular Annie Hall. Yeah. But, yeah, like, if Diane... I was just, I was thinking that was who was in Annie Hall, but for some reason I was saying her name. I was like, that, is that her? I think that's her. But I knew yeah. it was
0: a lady with a hat, and I always <laughs> think that's Diane Keaton.
1: But, but, like, Diane Keaton, I'm like... If she defended him, it's not a good look, but I'm like, okay. But, like, Scarlett Johansson defends him. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what are you... You're in Marvel movies. You don't need him. Like... Yeah, and again, also
0: I don't know, I don't, I've never been a, like the 70s stuff, you watch it and it's kind of funny, like in in Purple Rose of Cairo, there's some good stuff in there, but he's been releasing a movie every year for like 40 years, and they're mostly stinkers, Mm -hmm. I I just gotta say it, it's not like, oh my god, he came out with another movie, he cranks them out, and they're all in the style of him, and I usually do not get it.
1: Yeah, no, it's, he made Annie Hall and people like that, and then he made some other stuff. I don't I've never understood it. No. I can it's, we But you know what this is uh also hilarious by the way that he came out with a memoir since all of his movies are just like self-referential like he's playing some version of himself. Glad we're finally like pulling back the curtain and learning about right. learning about Woody Allen. He's really going to put himself in his work. It's a great time. Yes.
0: Yes, I mean I just like we we haven't needed anything to do with Woody Allen ever since Larry David became famous we're good now we we have a neurotic new york jew who's really funny and hasn't done any horrific things so we'll
1: just stick with him between him and like i don't know the simpsons impressions like we're good like you're (laughs) done (laughs) uh but uh let's talk about this this brings up a broader point that i think we could talk about which is uh this pandemic that we're living in this global pandemic um Mm -hmm. celebrities are not handling it well they don't know what to nope. do. Nope. <laughs> like, it's... We we got, of course... And I, look, I am such a fan of Gal Gadot. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Fast oh, and the yeah, Furious, yeah. fantastic. Wonder Woman, she was such a perfect Wonder Woman. And like, Great Wonder Woman. one of the few <laughs> silver linings of the current DC universe of mm-hmm, films. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that bullshit where she got a bunch of people to sing Imagine was was so... Just, it was it was tone-deaf at best. Yeah, it just... I don't know, like... But there really is, like... That was, like, the clearest example, but there is this vibe with celebrities of, like, well, people... Like, every celebrity kind of turned into Jenna Maroney from 30 Rock of, like, what people need now is me. Like, that's what keeps everyone going, is just, I will look into a camera... Camera. And uh-huh. just, like... Like, record videos from my home. That's what you all want. Like, I'm like you. Look, I'm also trapped in my home. And it's like, motherfucker, first of all, you're in a palace. Like, your home is not my home. No, and you're sitting on an estate. You're sitting on an estate. There's probably people there working for you while you're there. Like, that was the Ellen who's still doing her show compared being in her home to prison. Yes. (laughs) Yep. That's... Really, that's, um,
0: tone deaf isn't even the word. No, it's just. Look, you look, you're like, for some reason, for whatever reason, uh, a while back society decided that what you got, what you people do is worth this amount of money. So like your lives are better. Yeah. And so even now with everything going on in the world, it's still better. So, I I don't know where you got the idea that
1: um, this equalizes everything. Yeah. You no, know, your lives are still better. The other thing, too, is, like, it I, I've seen other people point this out, but it's, like, it's kind of hilariously a lot of the, like, I'm going to go live on Instagram or whatever. Like, I'm just going to put these videos out into the world. Like, I've seen a lot of people pointing out, like, you guys could still hire writers. Like, you know that, right? Like, just because uh-huh. you're at home, like, uh-huh. don't start thinking, like, just because you're an th- actor. No, don't
0: think. You've been because you've been doing this for a while. You you got caught up in your own hu- hubris and are like, I'm naturally funny. There's there's about 15 people in a room that do all your shit every week,
1: right? So, and that's what's funny is like the people that I do genuinely think are funny and the people that I am really enjoying hearing from right now, which are people like. John Oliver and like mm-hmm. Seth Myers and those people, mm-hmm. they're doing shows from their home, but they're like they still have writers. Clearly, like they're still doing the same quality of show. They they have a team of people deciding what they say. Yes,
0: yes, and they're former writers themselves. And yeah. like you, some of you, some of you, I don't know. Now I'm just gonna start talking shit. But there, there's a few people in that oeuvre <laughs> that have a writing credit. When I'm, I know. I know the other people who were working on that show with you while you were writing on it, and I'm not buying that you were the powerhouse in the no. writer's room. Yeah,
1: but it, yeah, it's yeah.
0: I'm, I'm talking. Uh, I'm talking about Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> he, he wrote for SNL. Give me a fucking break. He smirked in the camera and stood next to a famous person, which is I've, exactly what he does now.
1: I've never forgotten. I the there's that brilliant book. Uh, Tom Shales, I think, is the the writer that uh, they they came out with an oral history of Saturday Night Live that I think was called Live from New York. Uh, but it's a great mm-hmm. book, and they they talk to everybody. Uh, it has really great stories. But I will never forget that in that book, they talk about when. Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Tina Fey did weekend update and Mm -hmm. the way that it went down as described by both of them like neither of them disputes this account is they went to Jimmy Fallon they offered him weekend update he turned it down because he said he didn't really know anything about current events he wasn't the right guy for it (laughs) then they went to Tina Fey offered her the job she said that would be great yeah I would love that and then he went oh Tina's doing it then I'll do it with her
0: God, he sucks.
1: Yeah. Like, that to me is the perfect encapsulation. Oh, someone more talented and creative than me is going to do all the work? I would also like to be associated with that. I I will sit next to that, please. Yeah. Can (laughs) she also write my stuff? But then I say
0: it. Oh, speaking of which, this is... Oh, boy. I hate to rehash something that happened on another podcast, but it just kind of in the same vein. um, I heard Ricky Gervais Gervais recently talking about his... um,
1: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, he was telling some uh, David Bowie stories. <clears throat> so I was all in. Yeah, sure. And he, he goes, uh, you know, he wrote that, that little tune for him in extras when he talked. Little a fat about man those, who sold his soul. L- that's yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Which is a great tune. So he was telling him, you know, if you, here, are, here are the lyrics I'd like you to use and just like You can just pop out a little tune. It doesn't matter. Could it it be like a little bit of like retro, like your 70s stuff, like a life on Mars or something like that? And Billy goes, oh, sure. Yeah, I'll just knock out a fucking another life on Mars for you. No problem. (laughs) 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 Oh, man.
1: It's easy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So it's just no. It's it's the we always knew that the celebrities were delusional, but some of them they're really showing their colors. And not I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying you are really delusional that like your life is as hard as ours are right now, and you are the entire talent force behind your celebrity. Some well, of them really think that
1: it's crazy. Well, I'm not kidding. Like literally, the impulse to get a bunch of celebrities together and to sing Imagine. At this point, in like what with, with everything is going on, right. the thought that you think that that's would comfort everybody, that that's what everybody wants, like that is a Jenna Maroney plotline. That that's something she would do for the crew of, like mm-hmm. the girly Show, like like straight up, like that. That's what that is. Like that, no one needs that now. People need. Uh, jobs or money or security or like leadership that is comforting they don't need to watch you sing a line of a song that a guy who was also rich who was out of touch and who turns out to be not that great of a guy Mm wrote like a long time ago
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah take that john lennon
0: and of all the of all the things you're gonna sing it's not like that song is about communism like I just yeah. of all the tunes in the world I don't know why you would pick that one
1: yeah sing big butts like sing Sir Mix a lot
0: yeah I would have been I was gonna better. I was gonna say maybe um a little love in your heart but sure sure yeah basically it, it like not that song or literally any
1: weird out song <laughs> yes.
0: yes and then I saw oh, it was he was so funny because M- Madonna was singing a parody of one of her own songs um on an instagram video and he commented and said see not
1: that easy is it <laughs> i i like i saw weird out early on too was like telling people i'm not gonna write my corona like stop <laughs> asking me
0: because he already did my bologna well right These people are out of touch yeah oh man but um, I, let's see, let, wait hold on um Never gonna stop, eat it up. Such a tasty snack I always eat too much and throw up, but I'll soon be back with my yai 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 woo.
1: That was good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's I, in the bank. What's that? It's in the bank. The spank bank?
0: <sighs> <sighs> yes, my bologna is
1: in the spank bank. <laughs> okay, we're officially out of material. What, what's the first, like, if you think of Weird Al, like, what, I don't know, like, what do you think his biggest hit is? Like, what do you think the, the, like, if someone um, you wanted to it describe. It
0: depends, well, to be fair, and listen, I'm totally biased, but just honestly, it depends on which generation you ask, because we're about three deep now. That's true. So if you're asking me, I would probably say it's Eat It.
1: Yeah, right? think you or either,
0: fat those are the ones probably that, probably yeah, i couldn't choose between the two but uh, but one of those two probably
1: yeah those are that's what i was gonna say those are what come to mind first for me but uh, yeah again yeah. we're we're of a certain age
0: we are of a certain age yeah <laughs> for some for some it would be um maybe white and nerdy i guess
1: uh was a real banger molly what comes to mind for you for weirdo Oh, Amish Paradise is good. Amish Paradise is yeah. good. Um, smells like Nirvana. Smells like Nirvana. See, that's like, yeah, that's a little bit later. That make sense. Yeah. 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 So,
0: yes. So, our, both of our wives who are of a similar age both said Amish Paradise. Yeah,
1: okay. that was good. That was good. That was, good that was
0: good. Yep. That was from Bad Hair Day. That came out when I was in the eighth grade. So, I'm... Should I kill myself now? Yes.
1: yes. Okay. She said yes, too. <laughs> what? Well, famously, we didn't really talk about it before, but she married you for your money, and now, now that you guys—that's why she was really pushing to like let's make this wedding happen. Like, yes. Lars is millions. Like that. <laughs> yeah, she thought, man, this guy is pushing forty. He's got to have some money in the bank. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't spend money on anything. Look at how he dresses and acts. Like, he's got to be loaded.
0: <laughs> Literally, all. All of my new clothes in the past five years have come from thrift stores. Honestly, you just got to put the work in people <laughs> like I don't even I don't even have that normal of a pant size and I can always find jeans. I'm, I,
1: I'm wearing Calvin Klein jeans right now. This is going to be a maybe. bit of a humble rag, but I I'm too tall for thrift stores. I can never find pants that are long enough
0: no you seriously can't you gotta put in the work like you can't just <laughs> yeah i um I, I went and checked out uh value village there was nothing there you have to hit like four thrift stores in one day and you will come away with like three outfits for thirty dollars i swear to god that sounds terrible i hate thrift stores i don't
1: like doing that. you it. know but there's so much fun weird stuff there yeah oh no i mean right before we started the show molly was showing you her uh santa claus ask your mom if i'm real t-shirt that she bought from a thrift yes. store no you can buy great stuff Uh, but I just, I, I don't know. It's not my thing. Also, I don't know. Like, isn't it weird? Like, I'm not trying to turn everything back around to like, you know, this horrifying hellscape that we all live in. It's okay that it's at the forefront of your mind. But, uh, (laughs) but isn't it weird now to even like think about like thrift stores as just like a thing, you know, like place where they have aisles that are not terribly wide where we all touch the clothes and pass each other. Mm -hmm. Like that seems Mm -hmm. not good these days.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't good then either. I would, um, I would either wear gloves or um, have a some hand sanitizer in my pocket because it almost even with the because they um, especially the big thrift chains they uh, they clean everything really well. They have like sort of a chemical treatment, and you can kind of get filmy hands um, from touching all the clothes. So you have you do have to be um, cautious normally in a thrift store. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't be in a thrift store parking lot right now, no, (laughs) because it it isn't like they have narrow aisles. Like when you walk up a thrift store aisle, you're usually brushing against both sets, (laughs) like both aisles of clothes are brushing (laughs) against your your
1: hips. Like I, no, there's no fucking way. Yeah, and they're pretty much just constantly like, let's push out a new rack. Like like they're all fire hazards. Like all (laughs) 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 thrift Yep, yep. People people smoking in the dressing rooms. Do you find me, like, what do you miss the most about uh, our old lives in the before time?
0: In the before-for-time? Yeah. And I don't, I could put he is is hanging out with people. Sounds made up. The bar. Yeah, okay. That yeah. sounds more believable. Yeah. <laughs> trivia. Yeah. Yeah, trivia and karaoke. Mm-hmm. The, the, those were things. I mean, it, it, it's. I did think about this a couple of days ago. You know, I wasn't. Um, it, I miss. It's been so long since I've been sat at a table, and uh, talking to m- my wife, and someone just comes over and brings us delicious food. Yeah. So e- even though we order takeout and stuff, there's just something about the atmosphere of you know like. I don't know, ha- having a server and good evening. How are you? And oh, how are you? I'm fine. And I'd like to try this food. And that that whole that whole restaurant experience.
1: No, really, I, took that one for granted. No, I get that one too because like Molly and I are funny in that like I think we're both pretty famously antisocial. Like I don't think that, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there wasn't a lot that changed. It wasn't like oh man, we're not out partying every weekend like we used to. Uh, mm-hmm. But like yeah, the restaurant thing I definitely miss like that's nice like that was like a big thing that we did like and we would kind of get it in our minds of like you know, let's pick like a new la restaurant to, exactly like check exactly out. <clears throat> but, exactly yes yeah so no I definitely for sure missed that uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah like I miss that and I miss going to movies. I do miss that experience sure uh, yeah I didn't I didn't make it so often. But I, I I was
0: basically only going for the um, the art movies and the comic book movies, and that was pretty much it.
1: No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I yeah. mean there was <laughs> But like we had found like a nice art house theater. What's that? Bookstores. Oh yeah, Molly misses bookstores. Oh no bookstores. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, like that's been hard too. Like because I've actually, that, I wish we had all like had more time. To know we were going to be, because I don't know, like, for everybody else, but, you know, not that I even necessarily believed it, but, like, I feel like it, when I first started staying home, which has now been, I mean, it's been like a month and a half, I think, of, of being quarantined, of pretty much just going out to walk the dog or, like, to go to the grocery store, and that's really it. Uh, yeah. But, I don't know, yeah, like, maybe we should have stocked up a little bit more, not that we should have, because already the coronavirus was happening, and it was already not safe at that point, but, like, I don't know like if we had known that it was going to be months maybe we would have stocked up a little better <laughs> like i wish i'd gotten well, some sure. books before like because sure. i would read more now yeah
0: yeah and i felt like day to day that's
1: <clears> hmm <throat> <clears throat> oh pardon me
0: that's what i i think that's what i missed but uh, honestly if like specifically what i missed was my wedding yeah that would have been a nice thing to have a, like a um, a week, a week after the quarantine started, we were scheduled, we were going to go in and get tattoos. So we didn't get our tattoos.
1: What were the tattoos? You so, never told me this part.
0: Um, that, that's one I'm going to keep private.
1: You were going to get them on uh, your privates?
0: Uh, yes. Yes. We're bo- <laughs> we were both going to get, um, the same tattoo on the <laughs> inside of our right ass cheek. Ooh. Um, so that, you know, when people identify the bodies, obviously we belong
1: together. What. What if one of you did the right ass cheek and the other did the left ass cheek? So when you put them
0: together, <laughs> then they would. Match. And, and man, yeah, it made a it made a whole. What well, would well, what would the shape it would make be? I don't even know. I
1: pictured like one of those. You remember Another those necklaces? <laughs> well, they could be like the heart necklaces that are like cut in half. So each of you had one side.
0: Even for the joke, I don't like that. Okay. Ugh. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, oh, well, I was going to get the word D's and she was going to get the word nuts. And then when you press them together, it says D's nuts.
1: It's funny, though, because hers works kind of on its own. Yours nuts. D's needs nuts, but nuts don't need D's. <laughs> well, there's your Engelbert Humperdinck song. <laughs> oh, man.
0: D's needs nuts, but nuts don't need D's.
1: <laughs> What's going on with Quibby? That's my, that's my transition. <laughs> I uh, It's failing?
0: Are you on that Quibi train? You guys- no, 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 no. I read about two shows that were on Quibi. I read they were stupider than hell. And then I gave up. Wasn't Will Arnett attached to one of those? It's possible. It's certainly possible. We can see how well it's going. Even with all the time in the world, people are saying, Quibi, no thank you.
1: Well, here's what's fascinating about Quibi, is uh, they really banked wrong on just, like, they couldn't have known. I mean, nobody knew. Like, Mark Maron won because he released a special that had the phrase end times in it, like, that dropped. (laughs) And obviously the Tiger King people won because we were all fucking bored and everyone watched the Tiger King. But Quibi's bet... Was that people would want to watch on their phones very short episodes of things. And they released that in the midst of like this global pandemic when everyone's fucking bored. And I know me personally, like, I've been like, okay, I've already rewatched all of Better Call Saul and all of Breaking Bad, and now I'm restarting The Wire. (laughs) Like, like, Mm -hmm. we're all just looking for long form hour-long dramas to binge that you either have seen or want to re-watch or right right yeah i'm doing fargo yeah you see you're doing fargo but that's the thing it's like their whole thing was like well people want like 10 minute episodes on their phone right which is like makes sense i guess if everyone's at work and watching them on like their lunch break or something but like nobody's working and like uh and, and then that's the other thing too is like my understanding is that you can't play the stuff on your TV. Like even if you wanted to. It has to be oh, on I your, didn't
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, Nothing. it has to be on your phone. It's um I can see how I can see how that's a really good first pitch for something. Yeah. But immediate immediately someone should have dismissed it of well if someone wants a if someone wants to watch something for a short amount of time, there's all of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Or they're gonna watch like half of a sitcom but even youtube or a part i can watch on my tv show.
1: i watch youtube yeah, stuff on my yeah, tv yeah
0: totally i'm just saying like if the model is it's for a, a short thing that people can watch on their phones we have that that's yeah. not a new thing you're not offering us anything new as far as structures so or, or format so have some really good content, I guess, but they only got that far. Of it's going to yeah. be ten minutes. Yeah, they, they were they were pitching us the concept of something being ten minutes long and thought they were going to sail sail home on that.
1: Yeah, I, I think they came up with the name Quibi, and they were like, "Well, this is gold. This is really <laughs> going to work
0: <laughs> because the I mean, content has to be good." Even them, I mean. Um, C- Ciso had some good co- content, and Ciso didn't make it either. So it's it's hit or miss. But at least have the content.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, if if their content turns out to be good, then we'll all watch it on Hulu in a year, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, right. So <laughs> someone else will pick it up. Yeah, I the the one show that does intrigue me that actually, I, so here's the thing: I did actually uh, sign up for Quibi, and I, I watched a little bit. Of this one show, which is the show Dummy, uh, which Cody Heller created, uh, who Cody Heller is the fiance of Dan Harmon. Oh, okay. And it is a show where Anna Kendrick plays Cody Heller, and Donald Logue plays Dan Harmon. <laughs> there we go. And it's very
0: weird, and the if whole ever there was a Dan Harmon doppelganger.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it's that's good casting. Uh, yeah. But the whole pitch is that uh, Dan Harmon in real life has a sex doll, and in the show, uh, Anna Kendrick, Cody Heller discovers the sex doll in the closet, and it comes to life, and they become friends. That's interesting enough. I would watch that. Yeah, I've watched the first And check it out couple. to see how it is. Yeah. It's, it's a pitch. Okay.
0: Yeah. Did you did you get did you get that streaming service just to watch that show? I did.
1: No, because here's oh, the thing. Okay, also, let's be real clear. When we say get that streaming service, I signed up for the 90-day free trial and okay. then immediately the second that I was signed up, went in and unsubscribed.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that it says like, okay, well
1: you can watch for the next 90 days and then it's going to run out. And I was like, "Yep." Yep. That, that is the deal. Here's the thing, though. So I watched the the first couple episodes of that, and I did enjoy them. And then I was like, okay, well, let me see what else is on Quibi. And I didn't play anything else. Okay. I scrolled yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what this stuff is or want to watch it.
0: Man, that's that's rough. I mean, everyone's
1: everyone's quarantined, and still no one's really interested. But also, this is like – I mean, yeah, they're in serious trouble. But I'm just kind of like – Apple TV is kind of the same thing like they they really we don't need more streaming services.
0: Yeah, it's true. And I don't and I don't get why the random ones like that are popping up like like your Quibi, like your like your CISO when if you have people who are writing things and have content like why are you trying to launch your own service to do it? Sell it to someone because there are so many platforms right now. Someone's going to buy it. Netflix will give anything two seasons. Any fucking thing will get two seasons.
1: And I can understand you not wanting to go to Netflix because there's issues with that. My understanding is Netflix really doesn't want any kind of back end stuff for anyone like this. So you're you're just getting a bucket of money up front.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. But
0: And I, under, I also understand wanting to be in control of your own service. But honestly, there are so many that will give so many things a shot because they don't know. It seems like they, they seem to understand – the people in charge seem to understand that they don't know what's going to stick and what's not going to stick. Yeah, And some things are surprise hits and some things they think are going to be huge that do okay. Like they, It's kind of all over the place. So they'll give you
1: a shot. But, yeah, it's – I mean – you can see it now in that community just got added to Netflix. And now you can mm-hmm. watch seasons five and six of community on Netflix, which I'm were sure. originally launched as Yahoo TV. Remember that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, all the CISO stuff like that, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because like you have Disney plus, which, uh, made a lot of sense because Disney owns everything. I still think Disney plus is kind of annoying me. Cause I'm like the Mandalorian was great, what else you guys got? Like you... <laughs> yeah, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's all those Marvel shows that were promised to us that they said we'll release sometime. Yeah, like it'd be a good time to like surprise drop some, you know, what was it? Some I'd... WandaVision. Some WandaVision or uh, what was it Falcon and the uh, Soldier? Soldier. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Falcon and the Soldier, baby. <laughs> yeah. Or the Hawkeye one. Fuck, I'm bored enough to watch the
0: Hawkeye one. So that's. I watched the Hawkeye one. I watched the fucking Hawkeye one all day. So yeah,
1: release one of those. Um, and they
0: release yeah, and they drop you know some of the new movies that weren't supposed to come out for a while. They put those on there because like, fuck it, like we made our money. Here I, they are. I did watch Onward. That was fun. Was it good? Yeah, it was solid. It wasn't like I um. Last weekend I watched Coco.
1: That's a good one. I cried. No, that's this is, end of that movie is real sad. It's really sad. Like, it, I've, I, uh, you know,
0: I make, I cried during movies. I I think everyone does, but I have never cried. Like, it, I was inconsolable for about ten minutes after this movie. It, yeah. st- it was Niagara Falls, Frankie. It, it just wouldn't stop. It was like, it wasn't just that it was really sad because it, the, the end is rather uplifting. It was yeah. just so fucking
1: emotional. Well, you're and really- then the goddamn song kicks in and <laughs> fuck you, Coco. <laughs> Well you're really close to your abuela So I think that was probably (laughs) You know I was as a matter of fact (laughs) Uh, No but Coco's real good No I did like that one Uh, But yeah I feel like they Here's the other one since we're just talking about streaming services Because what the fuck else is there to do these days Like Uh what's going on with this HBO Max I don't know is it different it's gonna be yeah. I guess we should have this talk because uh, and hey, everybody listening, remember to be cool. But uh, mm-hmm. Lars has my HBO password, so I don't know what this means <laughs> for us. <laughs> but uh, no, apparently, like it's the end of next month. HBO. I, I my understanding is that it's just gonna be the what I have now, but like different. Like I think they're just renaming it. Like I don't think I have to do anything differently. But, oh, okay. Okay. But they're like. Friends is going to be on there. Like, they're adding really? a bunch of. Yeah, like, I think they're really trying to, like, take a run at Netflix. Like, they're just, like.
0: like you I get, don't know why. Aren't they doing just fine? Because all their content is absolutely exclusive.
1: Yeah, but I think their deal is, like, they have the HBO stuff. They have the Cinemax. I think that's why it's called HBO Max. Like, you're going to have all the Cinemax stuff. Oh, and I then see, see. there's just, like, some TV shows that. Because they're what? Time Warner? So maybe it's just, like, some Warner stuff that's not anywhere else. Jeez Louise. Uh, but yeah, and then they're going to have like new shows or whatever. But I mean, that one, yeah, like I at least understand what you're going for because you already have all the HBO stuff, which always like HBO no. always has like just enough stuff to keep me interested. No, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And just when you think like, OK, well, they're not going to I'm over that. There's not going to be anything for a while. They come out with something else that I watch every week. Like, it's, And the thing is, it's a really good service because um. Wait. Damn it. None of these these fucking people are giving us money to promote them. But anyways. uh, um, It's a really good service because whatever they make is there forever. It isn't like they... uh, One time I got uh, FX Now, which was fucking shitty and stupid. And they would really pick and choose what they were going to give you as far as their own content. Yeah, which is funny because now all the FX stuff is on Hulu. Like... they. Right, exactly. It just didn't work because it was like, first of all, it was unreliable and their commercials were
1: stupid. And I remember because really I tried to watch You're the Worst through the FX thing. And oh, okay, it sucked. Okay. That and The Simpsons before they went to. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right.
0: Yeah, it was not good. And um, no, but HBO is a good model of we own it and you paid into our service. So here it is forever. Just yeah. whatever, whatever
1: we've ever made. Here it is. Yeah, and, and again, like I said, we, we started rewatching The Wire, which has been really nice. Uh, I don't know if anyone's seen it. That show's good. It's real good. I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, um, if you want to read interviews with anyone who is on it, I, I talked to all those people. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, um,
0: half of it confused me, but it made me understand the first half.
1: Uh, But uh, Yeah, like I just I mean, people have already observed That it's getting worse Than cable, I think And if you really wanted to watch everything But like, I don't know Netflix, I think, is I kind of If I'm really being honest I think I'm rooting against Netflix I think I want them to fail I want them to be knocked down a peg I think they're like a little too a little too cocky. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Plus, the, there's no more BoJack Horseman. It
0: won't. Ha- it won't happen though, because I think, um, as far as I've observed, it seems to me that some there's certain streaming services that come out that simply don't work for whatever reason. Like FX. FX has a lot of shows on it that people really like, uh, but it didn't work for whatever reason it didn't work and it always falls back so they're trying to expand and you know that that dad joke of i might as well have cable again because all these different streaming services and i have to have all of them but when they someone draws outside the lines and it just doesn't work and then it falls back on something else because you have to be in streaming right now or you're missing the boat because that's how most not most but that's how A good portion of people watch television. You can't lose that audience. Do you have regular television? I don't have regular television. I absolutely don't. No. No, what ends up happening Um, to me
1: is like every once in a while, like the Academy Awards or something airs and mm -hmm. uh, then I go, fuck, how do I make my antenna work? And then I. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: That's it. (laughs) Or how do I how do I stream this illegally?
1: (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't. I would never. Of course not. Of course
0: not. I go to to public establishments and watch all those baseball games.
1: Thank you very much. Also, I watched all of this season of Better Call Saul through regular means. We have um, viewing parties. (laughs) Yeah, my my friend who has AMC. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, I can't go over to their house because of quarantine, but they, you know, uh, they tell me about them. Right, so <laughs> I was the trying to think because the... I was like, even if, I think it's illegal if they like pointed a webcam towards their TV. For, uh, <laughs> pretty sure that's unauthorized rebroadcasting.
0: Um, the the point is that it, they it it keeps collapsing in on itself, and they fall back on one of the major streaming services because they realize that there's money in it. So having getting not all of the money from our product, but some money from from our product. That we would otherwise get zero money from is better. So we'll just get some money from it on a service that can just handle it. We'll give them the con the content. They'll give us the money, and then they can handle the headache while we still have control over how long or how frequently they have it. Which which works because you're all you already have enough money. You don't need to be in control of fucking everything.
1: Yeah, but it, yeah, I, it's I don't know, like it's. It's funny because Netflix is like just—I find it overwhelming. I finally figured out how to fucking turn off the autoplay feature, which is great. But like, oh, you got you have got to tell me that because I've looked upwards and downwards. It's—it's it's actually really easy. The—the the trick is you have to log in on a, a browser, like on the internet. Like that's why uh, I can never okay. find it. But if you log in Understood. like on your computer into yeah. your account, then you go into the account settings and you can turn it off. And- then that's a public service for all of our yeah. listeners you're welcome <laughs> no because that was the worst i don't know what focus group told them that was a good feature but that was a nightmare it's
0: so stupid so you're i see you've stayed on this for four seconds you want to play this no i'm just gonna play it but yeah, you i wanna... didn't i was just i was still reading ah <laughs> we're gonna play it for you
1: <laughs> no it's a terrible feature and it like the worst too is like a lot of times, like, sometimes, you know, I, I don't know if you find this, but, like, with Molly and I, you know, we're about to watch something, and you just want to, like, leave it hover. You don't want to press play yet. I would, like, exactly. to leave it so you hovering just, over you the just, thing.
0: <laughs> you just move really fast.
1: Yeah, I have to keep moving this so you don't oh, fucking this is Oh, uh,
0: this is a really nice movie you scrolled to. <laughs> Be a shame if it started playing all of a sudden. Oops. Clumsy me. <laughs>
1: I will. By the way, I will uh, shout out to Netflix who I just shit all over. Uh, the I laughed so hard watching the Middle Ditch and Swartz. Uh, yes, like they're fantastic. They, I li- I, li- I watched the the first one last night
0: and I I literally doubled over. It was really good.
1: No, it's like the hardest I have laughed probably since <laughs> any of this began. Of <laughs> just those two idiots like just doing improv is really delightful. Uh, yeah. yeah. sorry, I, I, yeah, I can't you. i can't recommend that enough uh, <clears throat> by the way i guess like i don't know if i have a lot to say about it but I, I would feel a bit uh you know weird not acknowledging i don't know if you saw but uh they actually announced uh just this week that uh the ucb has closed all of their new york theaters at this point like get do, the fuck do, out of which here. obviously i mean like everything's closed but like i don't think there's plans to reopen them no shit yeah, which sucks. I mean, they had, like, been in the That's process. the end, end of an era. No, the, yeah, but they, like, it had felt like they were kind of transitioning to L.A. Like, I know the uh, the Del Close Marathon uh, this past year was only in, like, it was in L.A. instead of New York for the first time. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing because, like. I know a lot of people have like a lot of mixed emotions about UCB and there's a, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad. I almost wish we had Marty on cause I know he, he took classes there, but like, even for, for me, you know, that was a place when I was doing improv in Baltimore, uh, our troupe performed at the Del Clos Marathon. We went, I think like three years in a row. Um, mm-hmm. So it was a, obviously that was a great like communal experience. Like I really love doing stuff. I've taken UCB classes out here. Uh, it it sucks. Like, it sucks that it's closing. I know, like, it, you know, it, it's hard. There's not a lot of spaces like that, unfortunately, especially, like, for improv. And so that's the thing. Like, I love watching Middle Ditch and Sports, but then it's like, you know, it is kind of sad to see, you know, New York's biggest improv space fold is a bit disconcerting.
0: Yeah, yeah, that really stinks because a, a lot of talent has started there, including the people that started the Upright upright citizens brigade like they're all i don't think there's any of them you haven't seen on something
1: yeah i mean the one obviously even if you don't know what we're talking about but you're still listening for some reason uh amy poehler you know her mm-hmm. but like yeah, <laughs> yeah her matt walsh obviously Yeah. um you know you don't see ian roberts as much but he still pops much. but he pops up and stuff but even like those are the founders but then you still get like you know that's Jason Manzukis came through there. Like Chris Mm -hmm. Gethard came through there. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people were like in the early days of UCB that, you know? uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really just so, so much, so much of the comedy you've been watching on TV from the last 20 years, uh, 30, 30, I mean, go back to 1975, Honestly, and (laughs) it's been from it's been from the Groundlings, Second City or UCB. Yep. Yeah. And it's just that's those are your your three Ivy Leagues of people. not the only ones, but look look at their alumni. And then there are just it's just a murderer's row of people you've seen in comedy.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's where I, you know, like for me, obviously, I'm I'm eternally grateful for just like again the communal experience but also like getting to see those people perform that was the thing with the del close marathon is like all those people you know like getting to see scott atzit do improv was fucking amazing you know yeah 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 john lutz as well yeah i never got Um, to see him perform but i i'm sure that he's fantastic (laughs) like lutz like um blimpies
0: (laughs) (laughs) If if we have listeners who haven't watched 30 Rock, they've
1: been lost no, the whole time. This has been a very 30 Rock centric episode. I don't know why, but uh I saw I saw the
0: one the other day where Tracy was flashing back to him as a kid and he was dressed up as Chewbacca and he put his arms over his head and went, perfectly executed Chewbacca noise! <laughs>
1: But no, like Adsit is amazing at doing improv. <clears throat> it's weird, right? Because you see, look,
0: <clears throat> I li- I I liked. I've always liked going to see um, <clears throat> uh, local improv um, or you know amateur. Yeah, you would come see our dumb lo- shows, like in Baltimore. I, go, I come see your your shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, and I've always enjoyed it because and I used to do it and I just I don't know. It's it's fun and it's, it's it gets cringy sometimes, but overall I enjoy watching it. I understand if someone doesn't, but. Um, you then you see, then you see people like Adsit do it, like Polar do it, like you see the people who been doing it for a long time, and you watch them and you say, uh, "Oh,
1: yeah, Scott Adsit, I'll never." <laughs> that,
0: that's what that's what happens when you do it for ten fucking years. You're really really good all the time.
1: No, I'll never forget. So there's a there's a show called Gravid Water that is one of the UCB shows, and uh, the conceit of it, the way it works, is that one of the people in the scene is like uh why do again I mean this is making me kinda of sad talking about it because it was I saw it in New York, but it was like they would get, you know, a New York actor to have lines. Like they would basically get a real scene. They would take a scene from a play and they would give them it would be a two character scene and the actor would prepare their half of the scene. And then okay. the improviser would have no idea what the scene was and sure. what uh like what the lines were and so the way that it worked is like the actor has to say their lines no matter what so no matter what the improviser says the actor has to respond like with their prepared next line and it's up to the improviser to make that work you know like they yeah, have to sure. justify whatever but the insane thing is i saw scott add to do it and he did something i've never seen anyone else do which is he said the first line he walked out and started the scene like no one does that because, like, obviously, the actor has lines. But he was just like, "I'm just gonna start the scene. Like, this is the yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what happens if I do this." No, it's one of the funniest things. Like, it's just fantastic. No, he's great, and he was yeah,
0: do- and, re- and remember for your uh, you, <clears throat> you, and myself, and and Andy went to uh, went to the UCB theater in Franklin, mm-hmm. and that was you know th- th- definitely only because I've never seen. Um, professionals do it live it was definitely the best show i've ever been to but also doubled over laughing oh yeah these brilliant idiots improvising these funny ass things like it almost seemed effortless so, but how do you how did you and yeah. i've seen like M- mary holland still pops up she always has uh you know great character actor but she she to this day, when she pops up, I'm like, Mary Holland.
1: Yeah. I saw her at UCB, and she was a fucking genius. No, yeah, she's great. And that's, like, that is the cool thing about UCB, is that you can see those people. Who, yeah, like, a lot of them, uh, you know, they get work on TV, and either they are, you know, incredibly famous people, or they're, you know, character actors that work uh, solidly. Like, Andy Daly is another person who I've loved getting oh, yeah. to see do uh, improv. Good uh, board. but, uh, like they work all the time, but they still go to UCB to fuck around and do improv. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I
0: mean, can, can you imagine, can you imagine being so good at that, that you'll just like, I just feel like doing it. I kind of want to stay in practice and also it's just fun for me and I'm going to do that in front of an audience. Well, I just also- can't just having that amount of confidence
1: well and like their flagship show which is Azcat, is just like their fuck around show like it's literally like we uh-huh. created a show that like is just we just want to be goofy and do like their version the of other
0: shit the other shit is challenging for yes. us. we yeah. want to come here to not care about it and then
1: it's, it's one of the
0: funniest things you'll ever see i have that's not fair
1: no that's not fair no, people – and, like, that's the thing. If you're looking, like, for a, an intro and improv, like, the, the Middle Distance Ward stuff is great because I think there's a good amount of that in it of just, like, you can see two people – because it's not the best – like, I, no shade at either one of them, who, who I think are brilliant. But, like, those sets, you know, they're, they're good improv, but there's, there's a lot of, like, <clears throat> them forgetting <laughs> details and, like – Yeah, there's – and I actually dig it because,
0: first, they're trying – they're doing comedy. At yeah. no point did they say – we're going to improvise a situation and a scene and just see where it goes. They're definitely going for a laugh. Oh yeah,
1: but that's the thing. <clears> and like, that's I kind
0: what's... of, I think it helps. It's a boon to the audience for them to kind of wink at what they're doing because, on the face of it, it's absurd. The yeah. entire situation is absurd that you paid money to watch two goofballs try to make you laugh using information they just took from a random person. Yeah, it's stupid, and that at no point should it become dramatic, so within the confines of the rules they set up for themselves, I think that little wink of, we just fucked up the thing we just established, works a lot. It isn't It isn't a well-written SNL sketch where someone giggles at the camera, which is not funny, and shouldn't be done, but what else?
1: No, but they're, like, all I'm saying is, you know, not. I'm not trying to be snobbish, because I, like I said, I love that, I fucking highly recommend watching them, uh, but I've seen people with insane memories for improv who don't forget any detail. I heard Chris Farley was one of those guys. Like that, oh, that, no, that was always the rap on him. Like that when he would do heralds, he would be the guy who could like, cause that's a, a like we don't need to explain what it is, but like uh, it's a type of improv where you bring back characters and, mm-hmm. and stories and stuff from previous scenes. He would be the guy who would remember everything and be able to tie it together. Cause he just remembered. De- so like there are people like that. One of the best improv Uh, sets I've ever seen is a it's a New York uh, duo named Trike who are fucking great but they did a thing where they did all these individual scenes together and then it had a like time travel element where they redid all of the scenes in a different way and somehow they remembered like all the scenes were distinct enough and they remembered enough of it to be able to do it to a point where you knew what they were doing and they called back every single scene in order and that's insane to me and I don't know how someone's brain works like that so all that to say that like I that's all I was trying to get at I think they're great and honestly you know like I I feel like Middle Ditch and Swartz is like the bar of the best I could ever hope to be at improv would be (laughs) their level of like we fuck it up but like we're good at like acknowledging that we fuck it up and you're into that versus like I can't even conceive of being someone who remembers everything
0: (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I remember being uh, backstage at your um, what was um, what was Big's long form improv? It was
1: unscripted unscripted, which is yeah. hands down my favorite improv thing that I ever got to do. Like it was. Yeah. Such a yeah. Cool, it was. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was great. And um, yeah, it was always I think I saw it like four years in a row and it was always a, a lot of fun. But I remember being backstage, and you, all, you very wisely, every, there was a whiteboard, and people are like, this is, this is, m- these are my character names, and this is the important things to remember yeah. about them as it relates to themselves and other people within, because you're doing a, a full-length play and just making it up, and that's really smart. I can't imagine. Middle Edition and Swartz are on stage for a fucking hour, Yeah, Yet it's just the two of
1: them doing everything. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... <laughs> um man no like I, I, nothing but respect and duos are fucking hard like i i don't even yeah. like especially because yeah and they i love that they do it and that's the way that i've seen a lot of duos do it where like they each play each other's characters and there's kind of like i that's really kind of the broader thing i want to talk about too is what i love about improv and which is what i love about uh live theater in general is how forgiving the audience is like how much the audience is just in a journey, you know, like it's yeah. fine. Okay. You fucked up the names, like you, whatever, like people yeah, are absolutely. just, they're rooting for you. Like, in no, hundred really percent cool because
0: they're there. They want it to work too. Like we're here to see you do it. So yes, let's just, I it, it, it don't care. It, that's kind of, that's kind of like how I am when I'm, when, when you're playing at some sort of game for the first time and things seep, keep, keep, st- just are constantly getting fucked up. It's like, okay, well let's ignore that so we can keep playing the game. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're playing when you're playing D&D with someone for the first time and they just are making bad decisions and keep getting fucked up or they die or something. It's like, well, let's go back. Let's just ignore that and go back because we want to keep playing the game. Yeah. We're all here for the singular purpose of like being entertained and enjoying ourselves. So, you have to cuz if you're a stickler for it, then it's just come on yeah i guess well yeah well i guess they forgot their character names so everyone get up and let's go home <laughs> because this is so inconsistent what's the point
1: well and it's it's a funny thing where i do think like if you call someone a different name or like you you fuck that up if people will register it and it's real but if you also then acknowledge that you fucked it up i think that lets people off the hook like because there's some internal part of people's brain that's like his name is Paul. His name was Paul. His name was Paul. His name is Paul. And uh-huh. then you are like, didn't you have a different name before? And then you are like, oh, okay, good. Whew. Like there is a weird, <laughs> like it's just whatever nagging part of your brain's like, okay, well, now we're off the hook. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Have you ever you ever noticed on a like a, on a TV show, how sometimes the editors will, will miss a uh, an actor calling another actor by their by their real name. Really? Is it- yeah. Yeah. It happens every once in a while.
1: <laughs> I—it's funny because I feel like we're all way less forgiving of TV shows for like because again because you get to write it and you get to you have time you know like yeah and you get, no and you get to
0: shoot it multiple times yeah. But every once in a while one will squeak through yeah. yeah you can look at you can look it up on the uh, on the internet but it is it is it's happened and it's really funny that's pretty bad. It's bad, but it's funny. I mean, especially like some of these shows, I th- I'm pretty sure it happened on The Office and just like nine fucking seasons. Yeah. man. I saw... all those hours of content. If one squeaks through, I think that's
1: okay. I saw someone on uh, Twitter. They clocked. <laughs> this is what people are doing with quarantine. Uh, they clocked the amount of screen time that every character in The Office had. Why? I, d- I don't know.
0: What are we going to do with that information?
1: I don't know. Here, do you want, like, I know we're about to wrap up. Do you, I can see if I can find it. Do you want some of this information?
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, break it down. Good. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> we'll see you next
1: week. Unless you're sticking around for this. I don't know. Maybe this would be helpful to someone. I don't know if you're writing your college thesis on, uh, <laughs> on what, um, on office screen time. I was kind of surprised. Let me see if I can find it. But like Pam was kind of robbed. I felt like... Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't think so. You, you're good with her having less time? No,
0: I'm, I'm fine with that. And it's nothing against Jenna Fisher. Not her fault. But I, you know... Not every character has to be forced to be funny. Because sometimes it doesn't work. Who do you think had the most screen time? Um. Well, you know, your knee jerk is Michael Scott. But there are two seasons without him.
1: So... But think about probably, how much screen time he had in those seasons. He had a
0: huge amount of screen time. But still, two seasons where he had zero. That's so, true. So, I don't know. I'm going to say Jim. What about Dwight, though? Could have been Dwight. I'm sticking with Jim. Thank oh, God. What if I can't find this? <laughs> <It's>... Oh. <laughs> I thought you were trying to talk me out of the right answer, but you just don't even know where it is.
1: No, I was trying to pat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah,
0: only be okay. Uh, Only because no, I'm not gonna talk about the office to Vant. That's so fucking boring. Did you hear that story? I don't even know if we talked about it on the show, but there was a story about how Steve Carell was gonna stick around for until the end of the show, but no one ever called him to make a new deal. So he's like, okay, I guess wait, what? I guess I'll leave. Yeah, what? Yeah, uh, apparently he like his contract was up. And he was ready to negotiate a new one because he was ready to see it through to the end, but um, no one contacted his agents, and they didn't hit up the show. So it was just, oh, okay, I guess we're just not doing it then.
1: That's insane. Yeah, is that real? That doesn't sound real. That's what he said. Okay.
0: Did you make up that this list? Was it not even real? man?
1: No, it's real. I, I can't find
0: it. There was a the real reason that you that you buzzed your head is because you're doing medical experiments on your brain.
1: You got me. I'm like, uh, I'm like Egon in Ghostbusters. That would have worked. <laughs> Remember, he's going to drill
0: a hole in his head. That's right. That's right. Let's see what happens when we take away the puppy.
1: You know what? I can't find it. So, uh, next week, we can... All those people left for nothing. No, it was a good... That was a good call to leave. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm sorry. See, this is like improv. It's just like improv. So, if you like Middle Ditch and Swords, I hope you were super into Joel fumbles his way through. What's gonna happen? So, remember, question everything. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my,
0: my. Last night I met a young man, oh mama, he turned to me and
1: said, won't you be mine, seven, eight, nine, won't you be mine, seven, eight, nine, and down on one knee he called me baby, he told me my smile was so
0: divine, won't you be mine,
1: be 789 Hobo Radio is a production of Com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more
0: great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one.
1: We Have to Ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite universes. We Have have to ask. Ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehaftotask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com.